Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. This is Janelle here, and I'll be doing another interview with another traveler I found on Instagram. Her name is Nessa, (laughs) and she is a solo traveler, clothing business owner, and currently living in the UK. Welcome, Nessa. Hey, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So can you give a brief background of yourself to the audience and like how does it all tie in with travel and entrepreneurship? Sure. So um, yeah, I'm Nessa. I'm 25, living in the UK. Um, I don't know how many countries I've been to. It's somewhere in the mid thirties. Um, a lot. We'll just say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people ask me, I'm like, I actually don't know. But yeah, I love traveling, especially solo traveling. I'd say in terms of um, sharing my travels on Instagram, um, it just often came from realizing that I didn't see women who looked like me when I was traveling, like online, you know, in terms of getting inspiration. And I always just thought like, you know, I'd love to contribute to that. I know that uh, representation matters. It's so important. Um, and yeah and just I just want to be able to encourage or I hate saying inspire but I guess the word is inspire just black women to travel more frequently and particularly uh, solo as well Um, I didn't get to travel when I was growing up you know me and my family we didn't couldn't afford it at all so like when I turned 18 I finally like got my passport my little part-time job I was doing whilst at school and yeah I just started traveling and the more and more I traveled the more and more I loved it you know they call it the travel bug or wonder wanderlust and yeah I've just been going since then really can't seem to stay in one place at one time and the UK is definitely not my forever home as much as I love it here where would you move next or like would you move to another country yeah so I haven't lived in a few other countries uh, I've lived in Holland or the Netherlands Spain, Brazil, and most recently, Colombia. I was living in Colombia, and I was probably, I'd still be there now if the pandemic didn't come things. Yeah. I literally left, it's coming up to, in two days, on the 17th of March is when I, last year is when I left Colombia, and I had been there just nearly a year, just short of a year, uh, working there, um, and yeah, I loved it, and I would go back, but I'm also like, got some other ideas of what I'm doing in terms of career-wise. So um, 
in the States. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Are your um, jobs kind of like virtual? And so you're pretty much able to work from anywhere or is the company you work for kind of, I guess, like all over the place and you can kind of jump from location to location? Mm. No, so um, I often people ask me, oh, do you like travel for work? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no. Whenever I want to move countries, I just apply for a job in a different country. Like <laughs> people are so okay. like, oh, that makes sense. And I'm like, it's that simple. Yeah. Like I apply for a job in a different country. I speak Spanish. So obviously, like moving to Colombia, I um just applied for a job um as a Spanish speaker. Um I work in policy research, so okay. quick rundown of it, because not a lot of people know what it is. Um, <laughs> I work with non-governmental organizations, helping them change create or reform governmental policies usually social policies to better help or better serve communities marginalized communities uh just stuff like that basically influencing governments to do better um so i work on the research side so in colombia i was doing the same um and in in the uk i was as well i do prefer to work for international organizations like my last job in the uk um they just like had offices all over the world particularly in Africa and Southeast Asia so there was an opportunity to travel there um so I'd like to work for someone like that again definitely yeah yeah. that sounds really cool like everybody I feel like um not a lot of people know about like these different types of careers that I don't know there's less traditional routes to take and it's like really cool to hear a story from someone else that does something a little bit different yeah definitely if you have a passion for helping people and kind of speaking up for those who are somewhat voiceless in society, then it's definitely the it's definitely the field for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I know you said you were living in Colombia before the pandemic, but have you had any other, I guess, recent travel stories? Probably not long term like that, but just a quick. Yeah. Yeah. So not long term, of course, but I mean. I, I was that person in the pandemic who was like, I need to get out of here. Like when we were in the, <laughs> the first lockdown in the UK from like, got back to the UK eventually in April. Uh, and then it got to about May and I had my birthday in quarantine after like, I was meant to be in Jamaica with my friends for my 25th too. So uh. I was like, nah, this ain't it. I got to get out of this country. So in June, I like researched where you could fly to. And then I found out that you could fly to Mexico because Mexico never closed. Yeah. So June last year, when people were still kind of like, mm, can't travel, I had kind of realized that obviously the pandemic is very real, but I had realized the risk levels and whatnot. And I kind of went from being completely scared, thinking I was going to die, to <laughs> just being like, okay, you know, if I can be as safe as possible, I can go. And yeah, and then I went to Mexico um, and it was, then and now it's like, really open but at the time it was so closed like beach wasn't open not one beach was open I was in Playa del Carmen um Mm. and I was just like chilling there I just was eating like tacos and quesadillas every day from a local shop and just enjoying the sun really and um I didn't answer your previous question you asked if I work remote I work remote now because of the pandemic but before I didn't but Mm. I'm pretty sure that it's going to like stay that way so at that time I was just working I just worked in Mexico so yeah I went there (laughs) yeah so yeah I went there at the start of the pandemic or middle of it then I went to Dominican Republic in September because then like they reopened uh, and that was Mm -hmm. great just just chill I think it uh, yeah it was just kind of a chill trip 
And then most recently I went back to Mexico because, you know, I didn't get to experience it mm-hmm. properly the first time I went in June. So then this December, like for New Year's Eve and stuff, I went again and I went to Tulum this time. And obviously everybody sees Tulum all over Instagram. So Yeah, <laughs> the whole internet is in Tulum right yeah, now. Yeah, everybody knows about it. But it's, yeah. it was a place I had always wanted to go to. I had a great time, spent way too much money. I don't think not, not enough people talk about how overpriced it is compared to the rest of Mexico. Um, <laughs> but it was great. Like, it was really, really fun. Uh, and then, yeah, I came back from there in January. And now I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to go next. Right. We, <laughs> well, you've been all over the place since the pandemic started. Um, I know. People are like, how can you be? Oh, and, and on each of those trips, I went to... Houston, Texas each time after because I have like a few friends there uh, and I was like I can't be this close to America and, and not go. <laughs> go in you know so yeah yeah I went in <laughs> that's crazy so I guess are there any um what do you call it like regulations for like COVID tests and all that to go to each country were there different rules for each place was that kind of hard to follow mm, yeah so I mean I think I haven't done it purposely, but the places that I have been since the pandemic don't require tests, which is quite bad. For example, Mexico still doesn't require tests to enter nearly a year after. Um, and I think that's why it's been so popular for people. Dominican yeah. Republic, it may have changed now, I'm not sure, but I think it's still the same as in September. They don't require a test as well, uh, which is like, yeah. So those countries you can literally just go to go. as you would before. But um, a lot of countries that I'm thinking of going to this year, definitely I have to have a test. And I will say, even if it was not having a test to go there, for the UK, I had to like, my recent trip, I had to have a test coming back because they started the new rule. Like I know they've started in the States of you have to have a PCR test before you arrive home. Um, And I think in Mexico, you had to like sign up, you know, like the details. So if just a public health thingy, but Mm. um, yeah, and I think, with America, the only thing I'd say to people, they are trying to go from Europe or any of the restricted countries. You just have to be outside of Europe or wherever else is restricted for 14 days. So like usually when I travel, I'll go somewhere for two weeks and then, you know, I can enter America fine. But if I'd only been somewhere for nine days and tried to enter America, you have to I wouldn't leave. be allowed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah I feel like the the travel regulation they're changing like literally every day and yeah. I just <laughs> it's a lot like I've been getting with. a headache yeah <laughs> yeah it's a lot I'm always like searching googling like has anything changed now yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. cool so I guess out of all of the travel you've done before COVID kind of closed things down what would you say maybe your favorite trip was ever Oh, my favorite trip ever was definitely Brazil. I don't think my answer has ever changed since when people <laughs> asked me that. And I went to Brazil as my first ever solo trip in 2014, which is insane to think that now. So it's seven years in, in July, it's been seven years, which it's just crazy because it literally feels like only a year ago. That's how vivid it is still in my mind. And I think that because it because it was my first solo trip and also it was a country that you know is kind of perceived to be quite dangerous and oh like what's it like Mm -hmm. there will you be safe and going there and having not only a great time but also just kind of actually seeing the country for really what it is in in the good and the bad like there is bad of course um but it completely changed my perspective of travel and just also made me like have 
the the like courage to trust myself and know I can go to places like this and not listen to other people warning me and trust myself to be not only safe but have a good time and that's always why I like when I when people ask me about solo travel I'm like you have to learn to trust yourself like you get by every single day in life just fine right yeah so you'll get by when you travel by yourself you know mm-hmm. um, so yeah Brazil is always the top the people amazing the things to see and do there incredible the culture just just beautiful that's um, really cool and you were living there too or was that just like a quick trip I mean it wasn't like super long it was just like three months um, okay so I wouldn't say living but like I was like staying there and then I ended up volunteering um in a favela when I was there with like some uh, a family I had met they asked me to uh, work with them and so that kind of like extended the trip and whatnot um but yeah it was really great cool. yeah, did you was... um pick up on any Portuguese so yeah when I was there definitely picked up not like conversational but um, <laughs> I like to think that I absorb languages pretty okay-ish um mm-hmm. so yeah definitely picked up but then I mean it's seven years now I've lost most yeah of it, you haven't but, practiced yet. yeah but I was working with kids quite a lot during the day uh, whenever uh, I would go to like the community center to help out and obviously one thing what's one thing that's great about kids which is how I feel like I learned Spanish is kids will talk to you they yeah. don't care that you don't speak their language <laughs> they will talk and talk yeah <laughs> and, and literally that will make you learn because it's like the the fight or flight in you yeah he's like you, you will have to understand yeah <laughs> you have to understand or you don't um, <laughs> so that was great yeah and I'd love to learn Portuguese next and I can dedicate more time to it but I'm somebody who cannot learn lessons uh, sorry cannot learn a language I just like Through trying lessons. to study it I yeah. have to just move there like that I makes just, sense immersion yeah like for me it's I just don't think I have the motivation to study it every day you know yeah sit with a textbook looking yeah. at that that's too much <laughs> yeah like people who can do that when I was in Brazil I met a, a British a British guy who was speaking Portuguese pretty like pretty nearly fluent and he said that just three months before his trip he studied it every day by himself I was like wow this proves it it, it's actually possible (laughs) but yeah yeah no that was really cool very inspiring but not for me (laughs) (laughs) so I guess out of all of your trips kind of um the opposite of your favorite thing but what would you say is your biggest travel mistake or like the worst trip you've ever had oh Hmm. so hmm, this is one to think about I feel like they're like definitely two separate things um so in terms of the biggest travel mistake I've ever made oh I'd say not budgeting oh my lord when Mm. I was like younger I used to travel a lot when I was in university which um so I was basically just broke when I was traveling <laughs> all the time yeah like I, I worked like three jobs and obviously you're still a student you know there's only so yeah. much you can do but I was still like really adamant to travel I just didn't know how to budget and even when I fin- finished university I was still a bit of a budgeting disaster so I'd often just be broke when I was when I was on a trip um I mean I was young so I still had fun I mean I'm young now but I was younger a bit more (laughs) wild so yeah I still had fun you know but I definitely look back and just think you could have had a way better time if you just saved more money like I was the type to just I'm going I don't I don't 
care. Yeah, let me like, just get the flight. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, the rest will be worked out. And then next thing you know, I'm like, "Who my sister? Are you gonna have some money?" It's like, <laughs> and it's like you don't always like have. You know, you may not always have. And even me, I I just about had somebody who could send me a little bit, but nobody could like rescue me. Mm-hmm. You know? My number one tip now is always have money set aside for your emergency flight home. Yeah, like, you have to have that. I've had a few instances when traveling that I've needed to go home not because of something that's happened whilst I was in the place but just stuff at home or whatever yeah and being broke and traveling <laughs> you can't do that yeah well have you been getting into debt or just something like yeah yeah or just completely draining your savings account so yeah but nah, I get that I yeah. Especially like traveling solo, like you really need to make sure you have something because nobody's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, like you have to be your own biggest support when you're traveling solo. Absolutely. And mm. it's just things like, even if I went on a trip and I had enough money, it was just like, there's a bit wrong with going back to a place. But for example, I went to Iceland when I was in my last year of university, had an amazing time. I went with my best friend, but we were uni students. Iceland is so expensive. Ah, Scandinavia is just extortion I don't want to say extortionate but you know they have a high standard of living so like a burrito is like <laughs> probably the equivalent of like 16 US dollars and we're oh talking like gosh. a burrito stand not like a nice fancy Mexican restaurant just like a place that you usually would be like, like maybe food five dollars <laughs> yeah oh my god it was just so me and my friend were like ah <laughs> 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 we were literally looking at each other because that was our first meal. We we just got this. We were like the first thing that we see that looks cheap, and we were like, "Wow, man!" We only ate out one day the whole time we were there on a four day trip. Only oh, one. The <laughs> so whole but the, the whole food budget went to that one meal. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's just one of those trips where it was just like, I like, I have to go back now. In terms of, I still did a lot. Like I still went to all like the big things you want to see, like the Blue Lagoon and the waterfalls. But when you spend, you spend so much on those excursions, you don't have any money mm-hmm. left over to like enjoy or, you know, so just yeah. things like that. I'd say go to places that you can afford. And if you can't afford to go to a place that's like super high up on your list, then just save a little bit more. Actually, like just save sense. a little bit. Good advice for sure. Because, I mean, you can um, find cheap flights and you can find cheaper ways to travel. But mm. if you travel a lot, it adds up no matter. <laughs> yeah, no matter there's no way. Of, yeah, there's no way around it. Like some people ask me, be like, how do I save this and save this? I was like, if you want to travel a lot, I don't know what you expect you're going to be spending your money on. Money has to be spent. Yeah. But one thing I say, you don't have to be rich. Like I am not rich. I mean, by the grace of God one day (laughs) like I'm not rich like I think I've always had a bit of a kind of hustle mentality in that like I worked multiple jobs in university to support myself and to be able to travel and like now like I don't just have one job that I do as like an adult you know like I have I make sure if there's things I want to do I'm like okay I have to work to to save for it you know so you don't have to be rich you just have to prioritize it I think not enough people are willing to actually do what it takes to travel often obviously like once twice a year but like if you take uber every single place that you go to and then you look and you spend a few hundred pounds or dollars on uber every month i don't yeah. know why you're telling me that you don't have any money to travel <laughs> it adds up <laughs> you know? yeah i'm like sorry and and that might just be like the lifestyle so it means okay but that means your lifestyle maybe isn't set up the way for someone whose lifestyle is like I want to travel I want to travel you know exactly Just your priorities like are that. different yeah that's it that's it yeah 
All right. Well, we talked a lot about your personal travel experiences. I want to get more into some talk about your businesses. So for those that may not be familiar, can you talk a little bit about um, We Are Beyond Oasis? Yeah, sure. So uh, Beyond Oasis is a travel platform that I actually started with a good friend of mine, Michelle. Um, and it's just something we started in a pandemic, which I feel like so much creativity and inspiration came from the pandemic. Um, and it shows that, you know, you can still start businesses and whatnot. So um, we um, do like travel planning, like organization from like booking, um, like hotels, you know, just creating itineraries for you. Um, just as well as just providing inspiration, you know, just reposting different images from beautiful places around the world, providing information about hotels and just giving like tips and guides. So it's kind of like that all round travel platform that not only gives you inspo, but also can help you. You know, we're both somewhat experienced travelers. We can help you in planning a good trip. A lot of people often say to me, even just like my friends would be like, I want to do this, I want to do that, but I have nowhere, I have no idea where to start. And so it just kept coming up as an idea, like, why would I not just make this a business, you know, so I can actually help people and I can be more organized when I help them <laughs> yeah. to like provide provide a service, essentially. So, yeah, that's that's it's still a new baby. Less than that's... a year, but it's, it's going it's going great. And we're very excited for things in the future. And we're definitely hoping to do a group trip this year, our first group trip, which I think is a great way for people who want to travel solo, but you know already Still know that they're gonna people. yeah they know they're gonna like make friends when they get there like definitely you know so that's exciting so stay tuned for the group trip to come that's really cool so where can we find you where can we book your trips sure so um if you go to the we are beyond at we are beyond oasis uh instagram page and then we have a link in the bio and it has like different like consultation options on that page when you click through and then you can kind of like let us know like you want you want this or you want this and then we'll just like contact you and ask you where do you want to go and what's your budget and all of that stuff and then yeah just get planning so yeah basically like a contact form okay or you can just dm us as well <laughs> <laughs> i'll link um your instagram and the beyond oasis instagram in the show notes so y'all can easily find it if you're interested in planning a trip but don't want to do the work yeah. <laughs> great thank you sounds good um my last question related to running a business how or what piece of advice would you give to someone looking to kind of give travel advice or do something similar to what you're doing in, in travel advice or like business advice um I guess business advice about giving travel advice oh okay yeah <laughs> I, I see I see yeah um what advice would I give to somebody um I would just say that just you have to be confident I would say like you have to be confident in your abilities obviously if you're planning a trip for somebody um you want it to come out as 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 best as possible as best as you can plan it to be um so just be confident in when a customer or a client approaches you and in, and assure them that you know you're going to make sure they have the best trip and then just get on it. Like, don't stop until you can plan something for somebody that you would want to do yourself. And it, and then once you get to the point where, yeah, I'd want to do it myself, make it even better. You know, that's how you get people coming back and happy, happy customers. Um, but yeah, I just say, just be confident, know your abilities. Um, 
and yeah just try and get somebody something that you would enjoy yourself I'd say if it's like the planning side of things but if you want to do like a travel planning business or like an agent business whatever I'd say in general with business business um you have to just believe in your source and I have this thing that's helped me so much with my other business that I started Sunhun and um, like a clothing line that ne- not everything has to be perfect for you to start <clears throat> sorry you don't have to have everything in place you don't have to know what all the next steps are to start if you have an idea and you have a passion and desire to make it work just start everything else will fall into place things don't have to be five star a one from the beginning it just has to be good you know and I think that stops a lot of people from like really following their passions or starting businesses because they're like I don't have this I don't have that yada 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 and it's like no you have this great idea how can you get it out there how can you start you know so I would say that don't think that everything has to be perfect to get going yeah yeah I love that the hardest part is always starting so yeah (laughs) just get that out the way and it'll be so much better once you already started for real it took me years to start these businesses like that I've always I always wanted knew I wanted to but you know imposter syndrome will have you thinking that you're not good enough mm-hmm. and then suddenly you just have to say you know what I'm gonna learn along the way so, yeah <laughs> very true that's literally how this podcast works oh I love <laughs> it you understand that you get yeah. it <laughs> yes <laughs> flourishing we will get there <laughs> But I just want to thank you for doing this interview. Um, I really enjoyed a lot of what you talked about. And I hope um, the audience really got something out of it and are inspired to travel more or, you know, save more or just start if that's (laughs) what they're trying to do. (laughs) And even if they can't save, just go. You'll figure out the rest later. You only have one life. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But no, thank you so much. I appreciate it. This is really fun to talk with you guys. And yeah, I'm excited to hear it all. Mm -hmm. And then actually, I'm going to conclude with one last question because we still have a couple minutes. But yeah, sure. The final question is, why do you think Black women should travel? Oh, why do I think Black women should travel? Um, Because we deserve the best things in life. And a lot of the best things in life out there aren't necessarily in your hometown, aren't necessarily surrounding you. Like, I think that travel opens you up to experiences that will change you forever. I think that when you travel, you sometimes feel like a different person and you surprise yourself. Um, you feel more confident. You may start to love yourself more. And if it doesn't always have to be solo, you know, even if it's just with friends, but, um, and it doesn't have to always be luxurious. I love seeing Black women in luxury, but, you know, it can just be whatever. I just think that you're giving yourself the best. You're doing something that's just for you. You know, it's selfish, but in a beautiful way um it's good for your soul so yeah I think black women should travel more in that sense and also the more of us that travel the more representation we have and the more the norm you know and I understand what it's like as a black person to be like oh how do they treat black people there or how's this here or what's it like for black people there the more of us that that go and that enjoy ourselves and show that we're enjoying ourselves you know eventually it will be like we're just the norm like wherever we wherever we are in the world so I'm a big advocate for representation. So I think the more that we go, the better it gets for us as a whole, you know? So yeah. Nice. Thank you so much. I always love that question because everyone gives their little twist to their response. And yeah. it's always a beautiful response. <laughs> and I'm hoping we see more Black people traveling after they listen. <laughs> absolutely. That was absolutely great.
Great. Thank you again. And I hope your next trip is amazing whenever it gets planned, whenever <laughs> it happens. Probably very soon. But thank you so much. I really enjoyed myself. Thanks for having me.